Hi friends, happy mini-sode. I'm so excited for this. I've never done a mini-sode, meaning I'm gonna try to keep it short and sweet for you guys. In this mini-sode, I'm gonna give you five Bible verses that I think will very much benefit you along your journey as you battle overeating, as you battle binge eating, so that you're not just constantly obsessing when is your next binge? If you're going to binge, how are you going to make it through um, this kind of like hot and cold, seemingly roller coaster that we can go through? So I hope you are able to memorize these. If not memorize, be able to put on notes section in your phone, post-it notes, post it all over the house, mirrors, fridge, whatever. These Bible verses absolutely cannot hurt to be everywhere. And so with that being said, let's jump on in. Hey friend, welcome to Pass the Plate Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and for so long, I relied on food to be my comfort. I'm also a wife to my high school sweetheart, Jake, a Christian, and the leader of my online wellness community. A few years ago, I was drowning in emotional binge eating and so desperate for a solution that actually worked. And if you're anything like me, you know this feeling all too well. If you're ready to let go of the heavy shame you've been carrying and uncover the life that's waiting on you, then refill that water bottle, sis, because it is time to jump on in. So this idea came from wanting to really lean into 2 Corinthians 10.5, where we are told to take every thought captive and to make it obedient to Christ. And so when I was reading a book that was called Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table, um, this really like mesmerized me and recalled me back to when I was young and I memorized Bible verses at, at Sunday school. As an adult, I guess I maybe forgot that like we could do that or something. I don't know what got into me, but when I read that, I was like, why wouldn't we memorize verses? Sometimes it's so hard to battle for that space in our mind that is consumed with binge eating or if we're going to be just like consumed by food thoughts, right? And really that's the enemy at play trying to distract us. So when I read this book and I'll later in the episode, I'll quickly go through resources that are off the top of my head. Um, he really teaches how to take your thoughts captive so the enemy does not get a seat at your table. So let's jump on in. I'm going to run through them and read them off real quick. So the first one is John 8, 36, and it's so simple. It says, so if the sun sets you free, you are truly free. And that is so good because if you remember back then, the Pharisees and um, the religious leaders, you know, there there was no freedom. It, there seemed to be religious oppression and wanting you to abide by the law, and it's seeming like you were never good enough you know, but when Jesus came to the game, he's saying, so if the sun sets you free, you're truly free and you have to believe it. The second one is John 10, 10. And it says the thief's purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them, give them a rich and satisfying life. So when we think about that, the thief's purpose, right, we can think about the enemy here. The enemy is always on the prowl to still kill and destroy what God has created. Thankfully, he's never successful because in the end, God wins, right? But 
that is his purpose. He is out to still kill and destroy. He's going to steal your hope. He's going to kill your faith. He's going, I mean, that's what he's, that's what he wants to do, right? He wants to destroy every good thing that you have. Okay. But Jesus is saying, my purpose is to give you a rich and satisfying life. In my definition, rich means maybe rich in love, rich in experience, rich in peace, right? And that, I think, is something that we all crave is sometimes for those thoughts about food to just stop, to just have like a moment's peace. Okay, so the third one is 1 Corinthians 10, 13 through 14. So 1 Corinthians 10, 13 through 14 And it says, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. So let me pause right there. Alcoholism, drug addiction, shopaholic, gossip. We all can make worldly things our idols, right? For us, it's food. The thoughts about food, right? And and consuming it. It relieves our stress. We run to it when we're happy. But he's saying the temptations in our life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than we can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so you can endure. So my dear friends, flee from the worship of idols. So we are supposed to flee from the quote unquote worship of food, right? Thinking about it, having consuming thoughts about it running to it when we are struggling, right? Using food to cope with our emotions after a stressful day at work or the kids are like stressing us out so we eat the rest of their, you know, Chick-fil-A minis or something, you know? We're not supposed to run to the idol. We're supposed to run to him for that peace and that rest. And I know that I've been in a situation before where I have been tempted and I feel like God has given me a way out. I know that that's true. When, when it says, when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so you can endure. Absolutely, I've been there. And I've been there to the point where I've also ignored those ways out because I've wanted the food, because the temptation has been so strong, and I've allowed it, right? So what he's saying here, though, is that we will have a way out because ultimately God is stronger than those temptations. His strength is above all else, and we have to believe that and know that he will come to our rescue and then it's on us if we reach out for that life raft okay so number four is first corinthians 6 19 through 20 don't you realize that your body is the temple of the holy spirit who lives in you and was given to you by god you do not belong to yourself for god bought you with a high price right his one and only son So you must honor God with your body. And that verse right there, that kind of slaps me in the face. My body is not my own. When I became a follower of Christ, I gave my life to him, right? I am now someone who has the spirit inside of them and should live and honor my body as if it is God's because it is, because he did buy it with a high price, So that verse is kind of like when I need a good like face slap and like, what are you doing? (laughs) This body is not your own. You need to treat it with goodness and kindness because it is a gift to be on this earth. Number five is Luke 9, 
23 through 24. Then he said to the crowd, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. So if you try to hang on to emotional eating, eventually emotional eating will eat us. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. So if we choose to lay down that idol and follow Christ instead of follow the food, we are going to have a more abundant life. We are going to live a fuller life. We won't be consumed by the weight of our shame. Whenever we do binge eat, we'll be able to be more vibrant. We'll actually be treating this one and only body that we get with respect And I love the fact that he says that we have to take up our own cross daily, daily. Sometimes I feel like I should just wake up and it should all be gone. But he says right there, you have to lay it down. You have to choose it up. And sometimes, guys, it means take up your cross hourly, right? Sometimes we aren't just be like, oh, well, I'm good for today. Picked up my cross. I won't I won't do anything out of line today. I will be, quote unquote, perfect today on my eating That ain't it. Sometimes we have to choose in the mornings and then continue to re-choose all day long and run back to him all day long because sometimes the temptation is heavy. Sometimes life stresses us out, right? Have you ever had stress? Sometimes those habits are really hard to break because they've been built over 20, 30, 40 years. So yes, take up your cross daily. But also know that you can use these verses that I just gave you, and there's plenty more, and apply them to your situation with overeating, with emotional eating, with binge eating. And I promise you they will help. So I wanted to give you some extra resources really quick. Number one, if you don't have the YouVersion Bible app, strongly encourage it. It has daily Bible verses. It has a daily guided uh, prayer It has um, like a deep dive into a verse and it explains it. Um, So that's number one. If you don't have the YouVersion Bible app, I would strongly recommend that. Number two is The Chosen. If you've not seen this series called The Chosen, season one is on Netflix, um, but the app is totally free, free to watch season one, two, and they're releasing three now. It is incredible. Just trust me on it. Like, I'm, I'll am i say it from this episode on out. You need to watch The Chosen. I do have it linked um, as well as the YouVersion Bible app in the show notes. And then two book recommendations really quick. Number one um, is the book I referenced earlier with Louis Giglio, uh, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. Love that book. That's one that you want to buy and highlight and reread. And then the second book that I would recommend that I reference all the time and actually where I got some of these verses is the book Full, F-U-L-L, Food, Jesus, and the Battle for Satisfaction. So good. Love that book. Um, That's one that I continue to come back to. She hits, um, you know, talking about sugar addiction and she talks about um, how she was redeemed and it's just such a good book and it's actually the first book that I read that made me realize, oh my gosh, I am addicted to food. Yes, but it's also an idol in my life. And I've let it become an addiction and something that pulls me away from Christ. So 
those are my four recommendations, the Bible app, the chosen, and then those two books, um, the chosen and the Bible app are definitely linked in my show notes, but you could probably find the books on Amazon. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode or mini-sode. <laughs> it's our first one. Let me know if you like these mini-sodes that are about less than 15 minutes. Um, I hope that they are easier for people who are on commute or moms who are cleaning the house while their little one is napping um, or just need kind of like a little bit of a refresh during the day. Um, and if you enjoy them, make sure to join our community. Um, you can find all of this stuff in the show notes. And I hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you all later. Bye. What up, girlfriend? Did you enjoy this episode? If so, I'd love for you to head to Apple Podcasts and write a review to tell me what spoke to you or blessed you in some way. I always want this to be a two-way conversation, and this is the best way I can gain clarity on what you're loving. Speaking of conversations, though, are you on social media? If so, connect with me at Hannah Dickey Bryson, send me a message, or share this episode to your stories. Please tag me, though, so I can keep this hangout session going all week long. And as always, if you need support on your emotional eating journey, I've got you. Hop on over to my free Facebook group and I will see you in there, sis. Have a good week.